0: hi and welcome to another episode of my podcast today my episode is going to be on hoarding ocd like normal i am out at a park so i apologize if you hear cars or background noises i just really wanted to get outside even though it's like 90 degrees right now but it's fine today i'm like i said doing an episode on hoarding because like i've said a million times oh my gosh okay my dog's with me so i'm also probably gonna have to stop and call him or something sit okay whatever so yeah i really really um want to get all of the basics of OCD down and I think that hoarding is a very very important one that isn't really always looked at you know I don't really hear people ever really talking about hoarding or anything like that in regards to OCD and I will admit I didn't know it was OCD at all until you know I experienced it myself which I think is totally normal it's one of the OCDs that you don't actually think are OCD because when you think of OCD you think of being a clean freak or a perfectionist, you don't really think about hoarding things. That's not OCD, that's just being a hoarder. Um because I also, um, you know, before I had OCD or really knew what O C D was, like I knew that what a hoarder was. Like I used to my mom and I used to watch the show, like the hoarder show on like TLC or whatever. And like I always just thought being a hoarder with something else and I didn't know it was O C D related at all. And right now you might already know that, or you might be like, what? Hoarding has to do with OCD? Um and I'm not saying that like everybody who's um has you know hoarding tendencies has OCD. They don't have to be related at all. They just can be. Um so I'm just going to go over what it is, um how it affects people, um how you might get it and treatment and more in this episode. Um, so I guess, you know, I, just to explain what hoarding really is, um, there are a few different, you know, like, um, kinds of hoardings or like reasons why we hoard. Sorry, I got a text. Um, uh, sorry, I'm trying to respond to it. Uh, I'm trying to respond to it. Extra. Um, and you know it has to do with many different reasons. It could be different for everybody, or all of them maybe apply to somebody. But the common, the common symptoms of it are a difficulty of discarding items or possessions. So maybe you are afraid to throw something away or give it away or just not have it, you know, as in your possession. Um, Maybe, you know, some people think or fear that something bad will happen if they get rid of their item or they fear that um, they just have a feeling of incompleteness if, if that item is gone. They might, you know, it doesn't have to be items as well. It commonly is items, like belongings, but it can also be like documents or um, stuff on your phone, like text messages. It can be um, anything really that you want to keep. Um, it might... You might do it in order to document or preserve all of life's experiences you know you might want to make sure you don't forget or you really are attached to maybe something that you did or something that happened or you know something you have it doesn't you know it can also be memories or words it can be anything Um that's what I think's commonly mistaken with hoarding that I will admit to myself is like when you think of hoarding you think of it you know being like trash and like boxes and like yes, it 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 is those, you know. It those are things that people hoard, but it's also so much more. It can also be mentally, you know, it could be like specific memories, um or pictures on your phone, like it could be anything. Um, something that I found very interesting that I did not know was that it actually has to do with contamination as well, which I just learned today and I have contamination OCD. So I was like, whoa, I didn't realize that I was affected in this way. So what that, what I learned today was like, um, when contamination is involved, you know, let's say someone thinks that something's contaminated you know it could be anything i guess then like it might never be thrown away because they don't want to touch it and i related to this so much um because i've done this before you know and i never thought it was hoarding i was just like oh it's because of my contamination but you know after i researched i was like whoa like this actually has to do with like a type of hoarding and You know, it was really interesting because I didn't really know I still had this kind of OCD, the hoarding kind. And I guess I do, which is interesting. You know, I, I, my own podcast brought me some awareness, which is interesting. Oh, my goodness. My dog is trying to run away. Buster, sit down. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. And also with contamination, it might cause somebody to buy a bunch of stuff. Maybe, you know, they're at the store and they feel that they have to buy everything that they touched, um, out of fear that maybe they contaminated the items and they think, like, oh, whoever buys it will become contaminated, um, so that, you know, ends up with the person buying way too much stuff and, you know, they're most likely going to hoard that stuff, and they might be too afraid to throw away their stuff because wherever it's gonna go, it's contaminated by them, so it'll just contaminate somebody, um, It also can do with magic numbers, which I also didn't know. So I guess, yeah, it's very, it it isn't just about being attached to items like I always thought it was. It also has a lot to do with other kinds of OCD. And that's why I think it has to do a lot with OCD because, you know, contamination and then magic numbers. Um, For the magic numbers one, it's like a person wants to buy something in multiples or of a magic number. For example, you go to the store, let's say, and you go grocery shopping. And, you know, your OCD will have you buy things in multiples, maybe of three, if that's um, the number you like. So, like, three apples, six bananas, 12 bags of chips. You know, and obviously you don't need 12 bags of chips, but if you have that obsession of, like, being on the right number that you want then you're gonna do it and you know obviously that might over time make your kitchen very cluttered and it might fall under the category of hoarding food because you have so much that you maybe aren't using or you just have a lot at one point in time um I found that very interesting because magic numbers have a lot to do with OCD as well um you know being like You know, there's a lot of magic numbers involved when doing repetitive movements or compulsions or rituals. So I thought that was very interesting because it has to do with hoarding as well. And another common OCD compulsion, which is avoidance, which can tie into all types of OCD. It's avoidance is very common and very sneaky, but it also is common in hoarding. And, you know, maybe like something might trigger an obsession, And the person might avoid whatever it is, like throwing out old mail. And what I mean by this is like, you know, a lot of people check as well um, what they're hoarding. And maybe they're like, oh, I don't want to throw away my mail because that means I'm just going to have to sit and check my mail over and over again to make sure i'm not throwing away anything important to make sure i'm not missing anything important because what if i threw it away and then it really is important to me later or something happens you know they just probably want to avoid that exhaustion that comes with um doing you know some tasks that might involve um Fear of giving things away or just any type of hoarding obsession um and another one that I have written down here is they don't want to waste anything um so maybe somebody doesn't want to throw away something that they have because they're afraid that they're going to waste it um and yeah like maybe it's like oh I don't want to waste this food I got Or another one that I've experienced is I, I didn't see this one on the internet, but I, I've felt it. So I wonder if it is one, Um, maybe some of you can relate, but I feel like bad for giving things away. Um, like mainly clothes when I like go through my closet I'm like I don't want to get rid of this shirt because my dad bought this shirt or my mom bought this shirt and like I just feel bad because they bought it for me um, I don't want that to hurt their feelings um, and they spent money on it for me and I would just be rude if I threw it away so I guess that that might be a fear that is valid for others as well um, fear of offending people um, or hurting their feelings or Wasting for me, it's like, oh, I'm wasting the gift they got me or wasting the money they spent on me. Um, maybe you know, to go a little more, make it maybe a little more, um, like you can maybe so you can visual it better or see some more examples. Um, I wrote some down, <laughs> um, so let me just say them. Um, a common. You know, example is saving useless items, Um, maybe mail or magazines or clothing, food, broken items. You know, sometimes items are useless. Sometimes they aren't useless. You know, it can be as useless as a wrapper, a candy wrapper or um, I don't know, a toilet paper roll. Hopefully not, but I'm just thinking of things that you would want to throw away um, as soon as possible. Um, and maybe it is a valuable item like maybe your phone or a piece of jewelry that you once liked but either way you still could have the sense of I can't part with this something bad will happen or I can't part with this it might mean too much or it does mean too much you know and I do understand like you know I don't know maybe you're thinking this but this is something that I thought is like well, yeah, it makes sense to, like, not want to get rid of something that was once important to you. Like, if you're getting rid of, like, maybe a shirt that you once really liked or, you know, an old car. Like, it makes sense to have that attachment, and which is totally true. But it becomes hoarding OCD when it's to the point where you keep those things despite not needing it anymore or despite not having room for it or whatever the case is because you know of course you know it's okay to you know save save some things that are valuable to you of course if like your grandmother bought you you know like a a special present like of course you're not just going to want to get rid of it it makes sense to keep something like that but if you just cannot you know, even, like, function, well, that's, that's, no, you can function, sorry, that was, that was insensitive of me, anybody with OCD can still function like a normal human being, all of you, including me, we're valid humans, and we can still live enjoyable lives with OCD, that was the wrong word, um, what I meant to say was, if you really feel, like, that intense, intense, intense anxiety, that isn't just the feeling like, but this means a lot to me, If it's, you know, more than that, maybe, like, something will happen, or I'll offend the person who gave it to me, or, um, I won't be able to survive without this, then that, you know, might mean that it's a little bit more serious, and it doesn't, like I said before, have to be anything that's important, it can be trash, or an item that maybe you use once, and that's where it can probably be confusing, like, why don't you just get rid of it, like, are you serious, uh... And I totally get that. I totally... Oh. I totally get that. Um, How that might seem... Oh my god, my dog's trying to run away. Um, I totally get how that might seem absurd. And it's totally normal. Don't feel bad if you react that way. If you don't have this OCD. Um, You know, it's okay to react the way you react. But it's very important to be understanding and um, sensitive to others. But it's just a disorder you know it does i don't want um people watching to be like oh but i have it about useless items so that must mean that i'm just more dumb or like i just don't make sense like i'm not trying to have that come across at all um ocd affects everybody in different ways and you don't choose that i absolutely have experienced hoarding ocd with useless items and like i know it's you know it can be really confusing like i've asked myself like why do i care but i just had an attachment to it which i'll go into more um depth in, in a minute but um and yeah let me just move on i'm talking about this one part way too much um another one is kind of like i said holding on to items to fear that they might be needed sometime in the future. Maybe it's a book or papers or clothing, you know, getting rid of it, you might be like, but what if I need this in the future? Like books, maybe you're like, what if I need this for a class I take in the future? Or it could be probably something very random. Like um, maybe it's a cooking book and it's like, well, maybe what if I become into cooking in a few years when you really don't need the cookbook, you know? those thoughts just repeat in your head and it's like well what if what if what if I need it like I can't get rid of it because I might need it um and it could be like that with useless items too um it can be like that for any type of item um another example is you know kind of like I said earlier um similar to the contaminated one um your room can get very cluttered You know, obviously, if you're keeping a lot of things, maybe that you don't need, um, and you can't part with, your room's going to get cluttered. And that's totally okay. My room is very cluttered, um, mainly just because it's cluttered. But I don't want anyone to feel shame if their room is cluttered. Um, that's not it at all. It's totally okay. But anyways, this is one that I, I, um resonated to a lot and i just realized today that it was hoarding ocd but maybe you know there might be a section of your room that's very very crowded or maybe there's um just random you know kind of clutter around your room because maybe you put items in a certain space maybe it's a messy drawer because they are contaminated and cannot be touched. I basically I did talk about this one earlier, but I want to kind of go more into it. Um, you know, maybe you think something's contaminated. It could be your clothes or some jewelry, um, or a book or anything. And you know, pro- this is I'm kind of speaking from my experience. You know, you might think, oh my gosh, this is contaminated, and I don't want anything to do with it. But you don't want to throw it away because, you know, it's still something you like. So maybe you'll put it in, like, the corner of your room or into a drawer so you won't be contaminated by it or it won't contaminate other things. And over time, that can kind of become hoarding because you're too afraid to touch that thing to either throw it away um, or wash it or do whatever you need to do to the belonging, wear it again, whatever it is. Um... So it can make a very cluttered, hoarding-like space um, of contaminated things. Um, Another thing that I thought was interesting is it doesn't have to be items. Um, It can also be animals. There's people who hoard animals as well. And I think that can relate to OCD and hoarding because, you know, maybe you have an emotional attachment to your animals. Or you fear something bad will happen to you without your animals. Or something bad will happen to your animals without you. Um, I just, I don't know. I never really had much awareness about people hoarding animals. Um, but like, I, I know it's a thing. And there's people who probably just have lots and lots of animals. Like, more than, you know, healthy, you know. More than healthy for them. More than healthy for their space and their house. Um, more it's probably not you know healthy for the animals to be in such a small space or not maybe get treated as carefully as they need to be but you know that can relate as well it doesn't have to be just items it can be living things too um now i'm gonna move into um, like who might get it i mean anybody can get it anybody can get ocd and you know anybody can get hoarding ocd or any kind of ocd you know sadly um you know with a lot of mental illnesses it's like nobody really knows the exact reason why you get one or you develop what you're going through which is very frustrating at times i totally feel that because all the time i'm like why do i have ocd i wish i just knew why i had ocd and i could just go back to that one specific reason and just take that out of my life like i wish i could like or just find that one reason and completely fix that whole area of my life and then it'll fix my ocd and i'll be awesome Um, but sadly we don't know it just kind of manifests and happens over time in our lives Um, but there are a lot of life factors that do contribute to it Um, to all mental illnesses and ocd and specifically hoarding ocd (laughs) So, the things that make it more likely or you know um, capable of manifesting or you know being developed, um, it can do with depression. So if you have depression, um, it from what I read online, it can affect like how you feel about. Situations, how you feel about people, and how you feel about items, and if you need them or not, or if they, how you feel towards them. Um, I thought this was interesting. Um, I read that it is associated with self neglect. Um, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I don't really know exactly the basics of that, like how you know it really ties with like depression and self neglect like i don't know the exact roots of that you know i can't really explain like why that it has to do with it but i read that it does so maybe if so i guess me listing these things um maybe if you you know deal with any of the things that i list and you do hoard or have any kind of ocd maybe or any struggles in life maybe you could um kind of be like oh um that resonates with me and hopefully maybe you could look more into yourself in that area and maybe find connections with it in your OCD um or not or you can just listen to the podcast um thank you so much for listening if you're listening (laughs) um more reasons that you might have hoarding OCD is if you live alone or unmarried Um, Which I find interesting, you know, I, like I just said, I don't have any, like, data on that, you know, but I can see how that might happen, you know, maybe living in the same house as somebody, having their input really helps, you know, maybe they're like, no, like, you need to throw this away, Um, or you need to get rid of this, you know, it, it can be really hard to, you know, keep yourself under control all on your own, you know, somebody else, you know, is there, they can help you, and they can, you know, keep the place tidy if you're incapable of doing it. You know, like, my entire house is relatively clean. Um, and then my room is pretty cluttered. Um, and, like, I have my little spaces of contaminated belongings. And I don't have them anywhere else in the house because every, there's other people in the house, you know? I feel like that might have to do with it. I can relate. Um, Another one that was on the list of how you can get it is... Maybe if you have a background of not having many objects. Buster! Buster, sit. My dog. Buster, sit down. Um, Maybe if you have a background of, yeah, um, lack of objects. Maybe you didn't have a lot um, growing up. So that might have caused you to become really, really attached And careful with things that you have. Um, It might happen if you have a background of unhappy relationships. Um, Also, if you have family history of hoarding. um, And even if you have, like, difficulties of making decisions. You know, that definitely connects because, you know, it's very difficult to make decisions regarding the things that you want to hoard. And, you know, it can probably affects your decision making around other things in life as well um, and some treatment that i that i found um for this kind of ocd um, the 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 main one that i found was cbt cognitive behavioral therapy and this therapy i see all the time for ocd um, I've done it myself. Um, I'm going to be brutally honest. I didn't cure my OCD. You know, I don't... I... It, it's, it's very... Um, like, you can't... I don't know. I'm not going to say you can't cure OCD. Because you definitely can. But it's not really that realistic to be like, oh, I'm completely gone of my OCD. Like, I just feel like that might set way too... Um, high of standards um you can totally be like OCD free and like you know not have OCD anymore but I just think it's it's a lot of pressure to put on yourself if you're like I'm not ever gonna have any OCD thought or behavior again because they might come up in life people without OCD experience OCD type of thoughts and obsessions and actions um it's 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 common in life to have those kind of situations come up but um, I've done c b t and it and it didn't you know really get rid of my obsessions or compulsions um you know, everybody's therapist is different, everybody's situation is different, so I'm not saying that just because I didn't have the best experience with c b t means that you won't you know everybody's different, you know, I probably you know acted in a different way than maybe others act you know with the c b t like tasks. Um, but I'm just saying for my input, CBT was mainly talk therapy. And basically my therapist was just teaching me strategies and like tools when I was having, you know, my OCD moments and, you know, they helped. They definitely helped. But the thing about OCD is it's tricky. You know, when you tackle one area, it comes up in a different area. It's very sneaky. So, that was happening a lot for me um but you know i still think cbt is very very effective and very helpful or else it wouldn't be you know a therapy um tool i'm just a teenager don't take my word for it like if you want to do cbt it's a great a great path um cbt is can be different for you know every kind of ocd Because you're, and it doesn't, you know, CBT is used for a lot of things, not just OCD. But the main, you know, the goal is to really train your brain to respond differently to your OCD thoughts. um, And how you, well, I just said respond, yeah. um, And the actions and the stuff you do. So it's kind of like different things you'll learn in whatever area you're focusing on. But for hoarding, a lot of times what is learned is um you learn how to do practical tasks and you make a plan you know to work on hoarding problems you know um uh you also take responsibility for clutter instead of relying on others um these are things i i read online from reliable sources um but i guess i'll put my input in as well like I think what that one is really saying is like, um, because a lot of times with OCD and all kinds, you can really, really rely on others to do things for you, whether it's reassurance or save you from your anxiety or help you do avoidance. There's many, many sneaky little ways that OCD, you know, relies on people. So I can see, you know, for hoarding OCD, maybe somebody's like. Oh, I don't want to deal with this. So I'm going to have somebody clean my house for me. Um, Or I'm going to have somebody go through my mail and my stuff for me. So I don't have to check it. You know, on the show Hoarders, if you've seen it. um, Normally, you know, professionals, they do come in and they help them go through all their stuff. But it's also so like you can definitely have help with it. That's not what I'm saying. But don't, you know, fully rely on other people. Like, okay, my paper just flew away. Um, my bad. Sorry about that. Sorry for the many, many distractions in this video or episode. But... Um, oh, sorry, I just lost my thought. Um, relying on completely on others, you know... It's, in a sense, it's a compulsion because you're not taking responsibility. You're not facing what you need to face um, because, really, with OCD is you really just need to face what you're facing because if you have somebody else, for example, go through all your stuff and get rid of it, you're not, you know, experiencing the anxiety of it and you're not doing the exposure that builds your trust and builds your power against OCD you know, if somebody does it for you, then you're just going to have the same situation happen again. You're going to get attached to whatever next object you get attached to, and you're going to have somebody come back and get rid of it for you. You'll never build the skill of being able to stop the hoarding on your own if somebody else does it for you. Um, another CBT tool is to improve organization and, like, decisions, um, decision-making, um also to overcome the urges to save so maybe learning new ways to satisfy that urge or deeply go into what that urge is really telling you or maybe where it stems from you might identify and change beliefs that contribute to hoarding um you know so maybe if your thought is like if i get rid of this you know something horrible will happen you know maybe you and your therapist will go into depth about like okay why are you thinking that and how likely is that really to happen and like you know um other things you know I don't know everything I'm sorry and antidepressants can help too so medication and um if let's say you can't do therapy or you can't take medication, which is totally okay and is totally normal. Like, that's sometimes the case for people. Um, don't think that you can't get help. You totally can. Here are some things you can do on your own, which can totally be hard. It's so hard to do these things. But I believe in you, and you don't have to do these things if you're not ready. I'm just throwing them out there. Um, maybe you can try to throw things away right away without checking. Um, I know that might not make sense. Maybe, you know, you might be thinking, like, well, if you just do the things away right away, like, why don't people, like, if people could just throw things away, then there wouldn't be a problem. But I think what this is saying is, like, instead, like, instead of being like, oh, I might need this later, I'm going to set it aside and pay attention to it later maybe, like, as soon as you finish eating, you know, your food, or whatever, you know, maybe it was in a wrapper, throw it away before you can even think about keeping it, or before you even, like, have the urge to keep it, you know, um, I don't know, that's, that one I'm a little, like, eh, because I feel like that defeats the purpose, like, that's why, like, you know, like, if people could throw it away that easily, they would. But I don't know. I'm just suggesting that if you want to challenge yourself. Um, one that I think is very, very, very good is to help... Fam- or help. Ask family or friends to help you declutter. Or just help you in any way. Social support is so, so helpful and beneficial in OCD. And really any anxiety in life. Like, my OCD has been so, so, like more tolerable because I've had other people help me um and support me so maybe you can ask somebody that really means a lot to you whether it's friends or family you know like I'm going through a lot right now and I need some help decluttering my house I need to go through these things and really get rid of what I don't need and you know they should help you they could help you and it doesn't you know it doesn't have to just be about decluttering it can be just to talk about it or talk about the way you're feeling or the the beliefs you have and um sorry i'm like thinking about the show hoarders how there's like professionals like maybe you could find a professional to come help you like they do in the show i that one's a little more extreme but hey i'm just i'm just throwing it out there if you really want to um Um, one that I think is very helpful, but also very hard to do is if you can't remember the reason why you have it, get rid of it, which I totally understand. It's way easier said than done. Um, but like, no, maybe you're like, why do I have all these pieces of garbage in my room? And you look at them and you're like, you don't even know the reason why you have them. It's like, okay, then do you really, really need them? But I totally understand that there's the obsessional thoughts that go through your head that you just feel like you can't get rid of it. So I'm not expecting or saying that you should totally, like if you do these, they're going to be totally successful. You know, it takes time and it takes practice. Um, One trick that I do, because I have a lot of attachment to my clothes. One, like when I go in my closet, you know, I look at like a shirt or something and I tell myself, would I wear this today? And you know, most of the time I say no. And I'm like, would I wear this tomorrow or next week? And you know, if the answers keep saying no, then I'm like, I really don't need this. You know, I don't need it. Same same thing with objects. I'm like, would I use this right now? Like, or I sometimes even ask, like, when's the last time I've used this? Like, um, if it's like, you know, more of an item than like a decoration or something. Um Another thing that can help is to buy things in limited quantities. I think that can help with the magical thinking or the contamination. Um, Mainly magical thinking because it's like, you know, if you have those obsessions of buying things with special numbers, if you buy things that come already in a set of like a specific amount, then you can't really control how much you're getting, which I know can seem very, very distressing, but it takes the power away from your ocd um and the last one i saw was stop junk mail or newspapers you know maybe you have a lot of junk mail that comes in your email or you have a lot of newspapers or mail that's sent to your house and that could affect your ocd you might hoard those things whether it's in your phone or in your house and you know maybe canceling those things so you don't have all that on your plate that you need to feel like you, f- you need to save, that can really help as well. Um, so that is pretty much all I have for the subject of OCD and like hoarding. Um, now I guess I'm just going to explain a little bit more about my experience with hoarding um, and what I've kind of dealt with and can relate to. Um, like I was saying. I have always had um, like an emotional attachment to clothes. Um, I I mean, I feel like it's common for people to be like, oh, I don't want to get rid of this because it's cute or, you know, I used to love this shirt or it reminds me of this event. But I have it, you know, I still have it. I've had it for most of my life. And, like, I've had the thoughts, like, you know, because when I'm going through my closet, let's say, and I look at all my clothes and I'm seeing, you know, shirts that I don't actually really wear. And I'm like, okay, I need to get rid of this. But I do. I have the thoughts that are like, but I can't. Like, I used to love this shirt. And, like, I have so many memories in this shirt. I wore it on my trip or I wore it on... A birthday or I wore all that fun concert like whatever event I remember it from or I'll be like like I was saying earlier I'm like oh someone special to me bought this for me and I can't get rid of it I've definitely had those emotional attachments and there's been times when I've kept the clothing I've had so many clothes that I don't actually really wear I just keep them because I have attachment to them and now that I'm really thinking about it I also have a little bit of the fear that I'll want it later. Like, there are a lot of clothing in my closet or dresser that I don't really wear. But I do tell myself, I'm like, well, what if I want to wear it in a a little little bit later? Like, maybe in a few months or something. I do that all the time. I'm like, I don't want to wear it right now. But, like, what if I want to wear it? And then I won't have it. And I'll be all mad that I got rid of it. So, I totally have that as well. Um... One that I have that I mentioned in my OCD story podcast episode is I got very emotionally... There was a period in my life in, like, 7th grade where I got very, very emotionally attached to memories. Um, And I hoarded some items that, like, reminded me of specific memories. One that I remember the most was when I went to Disneyland with my family, you know, I've, I talked about this one before, but in case you don't remember, or you didn't watch that podcast episode, totally okay, I'll say a little bit more again, like, I went to Disneyland, and, um, with my family, and, you know, I wore this green hair tie, you know, just a typical hair tie, uh, it was very cheap, I think it was from the Dollar Tree, um, not expensive whatsoever, I wore it, and I also wore this headband that was also from the Dollar Tree, um, that my mom, like, got for me, I think, um, and I remember when I got home, I was like, I cannot get rid of these things, even though I didn't really care about, like, I didn't, like, I wasn't that obsessed with it, I wasn't like, oh, I need, I love this headband more than anything, I want to wear it every day, like, I didn't really care, but, I remember I had, I like put put the headband on my nightstand and I was like, I need this headband in my sight. This headband resembles my trip. This headband has so much meaning to me because I wore it on the whole trip. Um, Same thing with my hair tie. I was like, this hair tie means so much to me because it reminds me of the trip. And then maybe, I think it was like a few days after I got back. The hair tie snapped because you know hair ties are cheap and they snap and i remember i was like oh my gosh no the hair tie snapped and i did not throw it away i was like i cannot throw this away this hair tie rem- hair tie reminds me of my trip to disneyland there's no way i can get rid of it or else i felt like i'd be throwing away that memory or that trip so that headband or, i'm sorry that hair tie sat on my that it was broken it was snapped in half it was broken It had, like, little splotches of red hair dye because I dyed my hair. It was very... It was literally... It was garbage. And it was on my dresser for, like, a month. I couldn't get rid of it. And eventually, you know, I wasn't so sad about my trip being over anymore. And I was able to just throw it away. But, you know, that's an example of what people go through with hoarding OCD. And I totally feel... I I know what that feels like. It's such, like, a scary and sad feeling. Um... And I had a lot with like um, emotional or emotional, mental hoarding, um, which I also talked about before. Like if I went like on a trip, I had to mentally like know everything that happened um, because I was super afraid I would forget about it or that the memory would be gone. So I thought if I like memorized it all, I would have it with me. So I kind of in a way had that like mental hoarding that I did. And I also ha- got very, very attached to like pictures on my phone, specifically pictures of trips or memories I really enjoyed. So you know, I was very attached to those photos. I was like, I cannot delete this off my phone because it is such a precious photo. And maybe it even wasn't a, a precious photo. It was probably like sometimes it was like a selfie of me, like in my room, like not even meaning anything and I was like I can't I just can't it it means so much to me um maybe I'll I'll like want to see this photo when I'm in like 10 years and I'll be mad that I deleted it like those weren't physical items but I still did it um and it's still hoarding and people still experience that one as well um um one thing I had to do which was so annoying I hated it was I had to write about my day on my phone every single day. And I think this was in seventh grade. Every single day before I went to bed, I had to write about my day. Um, Because I thought, like, I need to write down what I did. And it was, like, everything I did that day, like, every little thing. I was like, I need to write down everything I do in the day because every day is so important to me and I don't want to ever forget the memory of this day and oh in the future I'm going to want to know exactly what my life was like so I need to do this and it was really really exhausting you know people like keep diaries you know and like journals like it's very normal but it wasn't really that way for me it was very obsessional and caused a lot of fear because I like seriously I would not go to sleep unless I did it like I remember nights like I was falling asleep and I was like dang it I have to write in my my phone diary entry now and I was like I would get so mad because it would take me like 30 minutes because I'd be like so what did I do exactly at 10 a.m um um oh I was eating a bagel and then after that I like put my shoes on like it's very specific like I probably still have them like oh my gosh I don't even want to know see like it's been three years and I don't even need them So why was i so worried about keeping them like i literally do not care like yeah it's interesting if i reread them i probably have fun being like oh haha here's me in seventh grade like i was playing like video games oh that's funny but like i seriously like i'm able to be you know i'm okay right now without knowing everything i did in, in those entries so it proves that you know the feeling i had of i will need these in the future i need these in the future it didn't, it wasn't true, and I wish I was able to overcome it at the time, but, I mean, eventually, when the year ended, I was like, thank goodness, this is done, um, I didn't, I was like, I'm not writing about 2017 at all, I was like, goodbye, um, or I think it was 2017, I don't even remember, but I was like, I'm not doing this, like, I was so happy when the year ended, because I was like, I just had to complete the whole year, you know, once I started, I couldn't stop, type of thing, um, a hoarding thing that I that I experience which is interesting is like I do experience one right now um an example is when I was about seven or eight or nine maybe it was a very long time ago um I went to the dentist you know like most people do and when you're a kid, or no, I think it was a doctor, yeah, and when you're a kid, you know, the doctor gives you, like, some little prizes, and I remember the doctor gave me four stickers, and they were all dogs, um, you know, obviously, I still know what they are, because I still have them, um, one's, like, a pink background with a dog, one's blue, one's green, there's all, there's four different ones, and I remember, like, I, I really didn't want to put them on anything, which I feel like is also, like, could be, you know, hoarding as well. Like, I was like, I cannot put these stickers on anything. Because what if I put the stickers on, like, my my bed. And then, like, I changed my mind. And I wanted to put it somewhere else. And then it's stuck on my bed. So, I never actually used the stickers. But I always had them in case I wanted to. And they sat in my drawer. And they're still in my drawer. <laughs> they're still in my drawer. And, like, for example... They were in my. They were at my mom's house for like all my life in my drawer, and you know my mom moved um, last year, so I had to go through my room there and like you know move all my stuff to my dad's house, and when I was doing that, I literally saw the stickers and I put them in the stuff to bring to my dad's. Like I could have, I could have thrown them away. Like you know, you would have thought I would have, you know, I I would think I would have been like, oh, I have these stickers from. When I was in like third grade, I would never used, let me get rid of them. But no, I wanted them. I thought and no longer was like, oh, I'm going to need these stickers for something. I had an emotional attachment to them and I still do. They're still in my drawer and I don't need them. I don't want dog stickers on anything. What the heck? But I want them because I remember the day I got them and I, it just reminds me of my childhood now. And they're literally stickers. <laughs> So I, am, I, I do have a little bit of that in me. I still am. I still have these stickers that I don't need. It, it's interesting. Maybe maybe one day I'll throw them away. If I do, I'll let you guys know. Um, another, um, I guess the contamination ones I have is I can relate to that so much because I have so many little spaces in my room where I keep contaminated stuff. Um, my hamper, I consider that, consider that very contaminated. I have... You know whenever i wear clothing at the end of the day i consider it contaminated no matter what happened you know just because i'm out and about and i do things i'm like okay it's contaminated so i consider like my hamper where all my clothes are contaminated and i don't want to touch it ever and i don't even want to go near it um thankfully i'm still able to touch them eventually because i have to do my laundry but you know What if it was to the point where I couldn't even do my laundry? There would just be a huge pile of clothes. And that happens. It happens a lot. Like, you know, my hamper is too small to hold my clothes. And, like, I have a huge pile of clothes in my room. Just a huge pile of clothes in my room because I keep my clothes in there and I'm like I'm too scared to touch them to put them in the laundry. So I try to avoid doing the laundry as much as I can, but I, I always do eventually because I am not I, I don't like having a big pile of clothes. But that's an example of like a contamination hoarding that I have and for example, people who might have it more serious, they might never do their laundry and there's just a their room is filled with clothes on the floor that they can't get rid of or touch and um I can relate to that a lot. Same with, like, jewelry. I have jewelry that I consider contaminated. So um, in my bathroom, there's, like, a little pile of some earrings. You know, it's not to the point where it's, like, disrupting the bathroom. Like, there's only a few pairs. But it definitely is, like, a piece of clutter that I would rather not be there. But I'm too scared to touch the earrings because they're contaminated. I don't want to wear them because they're contaminated. So I'm just too afraid to touch them. Well, I, th- I guess that's everything that I wanted to cover. Um, thank you so much for watching or listening. It means a lot. Um, I really hope this helped you in any way. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for watching. I'll be back next week with a video idea. If you have any recommendations, please comment or DM me on my Instagram, your OCD support. And I hope you all have a great rest of your day. Thank you.